Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is a bit of a bummer as six players have entered COVID protocol along with one coaching staff, and we will be breaking down the Bruins game. That was uh, truly a bummer. So let's get things started here. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new week. We are inching closer and closer to Christmas, and I hope that you're all staying healthy and well as uh, winter rolls around. Unfortunately, the Flames have come down with uh, the COVID bug. I don't, I don't know. I was going to try to call it something fun, but it's it's very difficult to call it that. But okay, so... This morning, the NHL announced that um, the Flames games would be postponed through December 16th, and that means they are not traveling to Chicago or Nashville, and that is because of positive COVID tests. Yesterday, they were supposed to travel to Chicago, but um, obviously tests came back positive, and you can't travel uh, with a depleted team and you don't have the cap space to recall enough players. So things are just on, on pause through Thursday. Uh, Elias Lindholm, Andrew Mangiapane, Brad Richardson, Adam Razika, Chris Tanev, and Nikita Zadorov have all entered COVID protocol. And that, and then that, uh, additionally, a member of the training staff, so that is not very good. Uh, you know, we have talked about how lucky this team has been in terms of COVID. They were very fortunate last year to be the last team to have a player enter COVID protocol. It was Josh Levo, and it was right at the end of the season. So the team almost escaped, but unfortunately did not. And this year, um, it appears that obviously they're not escaping either. So as of right now, we don't really know what this means. Games are postponed. And like I said, they don't really have enough cap space or they don't have enough cap space to recall players and then have them travel with the team. And things are very different for them because they are in Canada. And I don't know what this will mean for when you know those players do come back because I'm pretty sure like you have to be negative for like 10 days before you can cross the border or something like that I'm not entirely sure and Brett Ritchie is um still injured and they won't move him to the LTIR and even if they did, it wouldn't alleviate enough cap space for the team to move forward. Uh, Ryan Pike had posted the ending isolation protocol. So it says, player or club personnel whose test has been confirmed positive shall remain in isolation until all of the following have been satisfied. 
if at least 10 days have passed since symptoms first appeared and at least 24 hours since the last fever without using fever-reducing medications and symptoms have improved, with the exception of continued taste or loss of taste and sense of smell. Uh, in addition, the club physician, its infectious disease expert, and any other treating physician providing care to the individual must conclude that they're no longer a risk, and the termination of isolation requirement is consistent with applicable local public health regulations. And then the thread continues. Let's see. Uh, my understanding is initial positives would have been yesterday, and then today's tests confirmed. So if everyone remains asymptomatic, the earliest they could exit protocol would be nine days from now. If symptoms emerge, that would obviously push the timeline back for those who are impacted. General flow of protocol is an initial positive test. It's followed by a second and third confirmatory test to make sure the initial one wasn't just a false positive. NHL rules specify confirmatory, I don't know why I'm like struggling to say that word so much, confirmatory, tests would have to be at least 24 hours apart, but sometimes they happen more rapidly. I am very, uh, I don't know, I I feel bad, like that's a long time, because like if you develop symptoms, I mean it's better than the two or three weeks it used to be. So, I mean, at least it's only nine days if symptoms arrive or if if they remain asymptomatic. Uh, I hope that they all stay asymptomatic and there's no more positive tests from anyone else on the team. I'm thinking of them and their families. This has to be so frustrating, especially with Christmas literally right around the corner. And I'm sure that many of them are going home for Christmas or are hosting family. And, you know, last thing you want to do is be that person who has COVID. But, you know, obviously sending well wishes to everyone, it's got to be annoying and a little scary, especially if you do show severe symptoms. So once again, just thinking of these guys and their families and hopefully... You know, they get back on the ice soon. Uh, But coming up next, we are going to break down. (laughs) This is just a negative episode. (laughs) Negative episode here discussing uh, the Bruins' fourth straight loss and against the Boston Bruins. So before we do that, though, let's talk about DirecTV. DirecTV has the best, the best option for you right now. To get all of your sports and everything you watch all in one place. So you don't have to have multiple devices. You're not worrying about the login. You're not worrying about uh, remembering passwords and having to contact your ex to see if they change the password. So you can still get into your account. And it's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before. So you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device, and there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter, confusion, and get yourself together with DirecTV 
stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Lockdown Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. So <laughs> we're just continuing with the negativity. Normally, um, I don't like being super negative, but um, the only positive are the tests coming back. That was a really bad joke. I'm sorry. But the Flames have lost four straight. This is the first time they've dropped four in a row this season. It did happen twice last year, which is kind of surprising considering how bad they were. And that's just a whole other can of worms. And then, you know, let's dig into that for a second. There were, you know, minimal roster shakeups last year. And, or from, I guess, from last season to this season. And this team is playing tremendous compared to that, and in, or in comparison. So, and I think that, you know, uh, we talked about it when Salem was on the show, but they were out of shape. And Daryl Sutter let it be known that conditioning was a problem. So... <laughs> I think that there has been a difference there as well because the team does not look as sluggish, as slow. And I really enjoy watching that because it just was bad. It was real bad. (laughs) And I just, I feel gross talking about this while a chunk of the team is in protocol because it just, it feels bad because, you know, maybe they felt bad Saturday night and I don't want to speculate or anything, but you know, you kind of have to put two and two together, and it doesn't take a genius to do that. So the Bruins game really had me scratching my head because I literally said last week, I'm almost positive I said it on Friday, that it's never the goaltending. It's, like, never their fault. You don't look to them after a loss. But Markstrom had a very, very difficult time tracking the puck, and I... I don't even know where to begin, honestly. He let in that first goal was a complete softie. And I just, I don't understand what was going on with him. I don't know if he was distracted. I don't know. Maybe he didn't feel well. uh, Because the Bruins weren't really firing off these crazy shots. And they were still scoring like every time they entered the zone and it was very frustrating to watch I mean as a Flames reporter yes but as a Bruins fan not so much (laughs) you know with Jacob Markstrom you do have to think about how he does he didn't play against the Bruins when they played last month in Boston it was Vladar and Vladar knows the Bruins playbook better than anyone on the Flames so could it have been that Maybe. Could it have just been an off night? Maybe. Again, I don't think it's anything to read too much into just because, you know, it's it's a game. It's one game. And especially with what's unfolded afterwards, even though Markstrom was not uh, named in the list, you know, people just have bad days. You know, you ever go to like Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, no, you guys don't. Do you guys have Dunkin' up there? Okay. No, you ever go to Tim Horton's? And the person behind the register, like, you can tell that something's wrong. Maybe that's what Marky was going through. Just having a rough day. I mean, I don't know. 
this time of year is hard for a lot of people. But that's maybe I'm just, you know, reading too much into things or maybe he just had a crap day at the office. You know, I've I've had plenty of those, but it is very unlike him. And, you know, I haven't really seen a performance like that since last year. And it's just really hard to watch. The Flames once again ran into a very hot goaltender, uh, Linus Olmark, with 40 saves. He had 40 saves between the Oilers game and the Flames game. Wow. (laughs) Things, uh, you know, were too far gone by the time the second goal was scored for Calgary. The Flames didn't, like, they weren't playing a bad game. They just, they were not scoring in or creating, like, generating chances for them to score. And things got a little chirpy in the middle of the game. Like, Luch ended up, like, cross-checking. I think it was Eric Halla. And I was just like, what are you doing? And this was because I I think it might have been Shillington or Hannafin had, like, knocked over DeBrusque. And it was just, like, pig-piling. And it just, it it was bad. It did not look good. Did not. It it was just weird. And then, like, Bergy like, shoved Andrew Mangiapane. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You two, no, 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 no. No, no. You guys are supposed to be friends. You're two of the best defensive forwards in the league. Please, settle down, children. And, you know, I just, I, I think that the Flames just kind of got lost in the shuffle of things. Because, you know, Money Puck had them winning or had them leading the deserve to win meter. And I know that's not like a fair, you know, assessment, but they do calculate metrics and formulas that I'm that are just too big brained for me. But it was like they passed the eye test by every means. I, I think that there definitely were times where I was like, oh, please don't ever do that again. Uh, when it came to them playing in front of their own net or playing in front of the Bruins net. And one of the more frustrating aspects was watching Sean Monaghan. I believe he scored that second goal. And it was just kind of like, where was this? Like maybe 10, 15 minutes ago. But, you know, that that only – and I just kept – if you follow me on Twitter, you know I just kept saying, you know, Flames – could take Jake DeBrusque and Sean Monahan can go back to Boston. I always did call him a poor man's Krejci for a reason. Makes you think. But in all seriousness, I think that, you know, that goal is good for Sean Monahan. It's going to take, you know, a little chip off his shoulder. I almost said dirt, but he, no, chip off your shoulder. And I'm very happy to see them shooting the puck like that's that's like the biggest takeaway I have from the game is them shooting the puck because last season they were not shooting and to have the confidence that they're having with the shooting uh is fine I think it's great but another thing was uh Matthew Kachuk getting demoted to the second line and I believe it was Mangiapane getting the boost it was either Mangiapane or Blake Coleman to the top line in uh, rotation there. But I don't think that Kachuk, like, deserved that. Um, I don't know if he was, like, just trying – Sutter was trying to get the second line going or what. But uh, unfortunately, that did not work. 
but things are always, uh, you know, always going to try new things because sometimes you just need to shake things up and hopefully the team is able to practice this week and they're able to try some new things out because why not? Um, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I don't really know how the Flames can improve right now because one, I'm not a coach and two, I I don't have access to the same film and breakdowns that they do, but I just, I feel like they passed the eye test in just about every category and, you know, 42 shots on net is pretty decent for a 60-minute game. So, you know, we'll have to keep an eye out on how the rest of you know, the rest of the breakdowns and just kind of keep an eye out on things. It's just, it's so frustrating. And we're going to talk more about this next segment to wrap up the show. But let's talk about Built Bar. Built Bar is a perfect way to curb your hanger this holiday season. If you are like me in any capacity and your family tells you, oh, we don't need to eat breakfast, we're, you know, save your appetite for the big meal, you're going to want to stash a Built Bar somewhere on you, somewhere, because Built Bars are perfect for holding you over to get you through to the next meal, and they are high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar, low in calories. I have a rat tail, if you're watching on YouTube, hello, (laughs) but yes, so head on over to Built.com today to down, not download, to (laughs) pick out your perfect Built Bar flavor at built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order to satisfy your hunger before you reach hangry level status. Bet Online is the perfect place to go and place your sports bets. You can check, the, uh, check out their new website or freshly redesigned website on your mobile device or your desktop and use promo code LOCKED ON. For that 50% welcome bonus, and that's promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus when you sign up and make your first deposit at BetOnline AG. And they have everything you need when it comes to tonight's games or games in the future. They have live updates, bets, props, lines, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. So head on over to Bet Online AG today and use promo code Locked On when you make your first deposit. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Locked On Flames. Please make sure to follow the show wherever you get your podcasts, and especially on YouTube. Um, <laughs> you know, we did talk about how frustrating this team is to watch, and. Again, I hate to speculate. I I don't want to do it, but I think it's important to kind of put things into perspective. Because the uh, Bruins were in town on Saturday um, and the tests came back Sunday, I'm going to say that some of the team did not feel well on Saturday. Even if, like, you're asymptomatic, I'm sure you feel, like, a little rundown. I mean, I don't know. But... (laughs) I, I'm not a doctor, and I don't really know. I've I never had the virus, so uh, I don't know. But asymptomatic means asymptomatic, so maybe they don't feel anything. Some something about the power play 
And really, like, special teams as a whole felt really off Saturday night. I don't know if it was just, like, a communication thing, if it was uh, just the nature of the Bruins special teams as well. Uh, but could some of the players have been feeling a little funky and a little under the weather? Lindholm did – I kept saying this to my boyfriend when we were watching the game. I was like, Lindholm does not look like himself. I feel like he should have scored like two or three goals, and he didn't. And he was almost always in front of the net, and I just didn't see anything from him. And he's on the COVID list now. But I'm just – I'm wondering if he just – was feeling kind of gross if his body was, you know, getting sick. But again, the Bruins blue line should not have been the ones scoring (laughs) on the Flames. And I get it, you know, like, you can't control who's scoring. But at the same time, your defense should be reading your opponents a little bit better, especially when it's the defense that has the puck. And, you know, Charlie McAvoy, I believe Charlie McAvoy scored. But he he's a tough one to follow, and he's really good at moving the puck. So, you know, I can't really fault them for that. But it's just kind of like you really just, like, let Matt Grizzling score in you? You just let Matt Grizzling score in you? And uh, I just – I felt – kind of bad for the flames because they didn't deserve um, they didn't deserve to lose that game they don't deserve to lose at all in my humble opinion but something about that game was quite humbling because you know the Bruins have like they're a good team but they're not as competitive as they used to be so it should have been you know a more evenly matched game Like, the Bruins shouldn't have scored four, and the Flames shouldn't have been scoring only two goals. So, you know, we're going to have to see what unfolds over these next few days, especially with more positive tests or more negative tests. And I'm sure the league is not excited to cancel games, but I just... I don't know, you guys. This is this is weird because I've never had to cover a team that's, you know, had to go into protocol. So I don't know what lies ahead by any means. And I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that things will will be okay by the weekend. And if not, then they're gonna have to get creative. I don't know how, but they're gonna have to get creative. So that's all I have for you today here at Locked on Flames. Please make sure you are following me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And of course, subscribe on YouTube, like the YouTube videos and comment. Uh, You know, if you made it this far, leave some flame emojis or something. (laughs) And be sure to subscribe to this podcast right now on your favorite podcast platform. And we will be back tomorrow with hopefully some more positive updates, I hope. (laughs) I'll see you guys tomorrow.